Mike Wimacher Show on WMAY on a chilly Wednesday morning. At least there's sunshine out there, though. Yeah. And uh, a new tradition on the show that we start a little bit before the holidays. It's something that Kevin Hart, who joins me in studio. Hello. It's something uh, Kevin and I had been doing for a very long time, over a year on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, so we decided to go ahead and bring it to the airways because what it does is it it brings these stories that are kind of what well, what would you call them, Kev? Well, here's here's what I would call them. I don't think I would say they're definitely not things you might have known because the <clears throat> lamestream media didn't report on them. So I would say these stories are not so much uh, familiar, but they are way out yes that's why we call this particular segment way out wednesday so you're gonna you're gonna learn something here these are stories that you probably not have heard anything about to kevin's point because of lamestream media Mm -hmm. so we are here to help you expand your horizons and speaking of which this particular way out wednesday story we're going to start with i actually addressed on monday uh, but you have a different take on this. I do have a, a little bit of a different take on here. We have the uh, annual banished words list uh, from Lake Superior State University. That's right. Yeah, that, they're so superior. superior. They're telling they're telling us what we can and cannot say. Yes, a tradition dating back to 1976. Every year they put out banished words, phrases, they, phrases, and for, yeah, it should be banished phrases because a lot of these are just phrases. I don't know if there's many one words on here, but they they put these out every year because they're things we've heard so much of and we don't want to hear ever again. Certainly there are phrases that you hear that have, you know, come and go and you're just like Ugh. How many times are people going to use this cringe-worthy phrase, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, some of the ones they had this year kind of make sense to me, but the one that they missed was Cool Beans. Yeah, Cool Beans is going to be around forever, though. It better not be. <laughs> that people, oh, I know, no, still no, people no, use it better that. not be. No, better not be. I'm not saying it's great. I'm saying people, people can use it forever. They, they better not. <laughs> we better put it on this list. Number but... one on this list is, uh, wait, what? Yeah, and you'll say that a lot during this segment. Yeah. Wait, what? What? They actually did this? So, yeah. so I. Uh, but the thing is, that is not like a trendy phrase or something. That's something people say all the time. And here's their explanation for it. Oh, wait, what? I I don't want to wait. Like, like, are, is this satirical? I don't want to wait. Yeah, it it seemed pretty in their explanation of the whole list. It seemed kind of high and mighty to me. Now here's one, and I, <laughs> this is one. This one had to have been submitted by a baby boomer. Uh, y- you may think I'm being discriminatory, but it says the second slot went to another misused and overused phrase. No worries, because it sounds dismissive. This sounds like have you ever told somebody who's a baby boomer no problem, and they've snapped on you? Uh, no, I have not had that interaction. That uh, happened to me. And oh. I'm like, they're like, it's your welcome. I'm like. Oh, when they say thank you, say, oh, no problem. Yeah, they get upset. Yeah. So that's what this reminds me of. I, I will say this, and it's going to lead into our next story. If you're that worried about no worries, just say Hakuna Matata. Hey, you It know means what? the same thing. It you means it. the same thing. You got it. Speaking of Hakuna Matata and the Lion King, uh, we have a story that has been going on for a few months now as two zebras have been running loose in Maryland for about four months. They're on the loose. How in the world? Now, I get it, right? 
uh, zebras in an urban setting or, you know, in a state that they're no, no, you wouldn't normally see them in, you would think they'd be found within four months. You know, when you're looking for somebody, sometimes the description of the person, you're like, well, this is a little vague. We don't have any pictures yeah. of them. <laughs> zebras are on the loose? Are they that hard to find? Is that like it's just like a random horses? Even ho- if you said a horse is on the loose, you're like, okay, which one? But ze- everyone knows what zebras look like. Yeah, the fact that they've been or, been out and about for four months, is a li- if you're the, the authorities, it's a little perturbing that they were gone for that month, uh, that long, I should say. In late August, the two zebras fled from an upper Marlboro farm where officials have said about four 40 zebras live. Residents in the region shared sightings of the free-roaming pair on social media, and even Washington's uh, uh, Eleanor Holmes Norton chimed in on the escape. So people are actually sharing, sharing them on social media, and they still couldn't find these things for four months. Uh, the duo was originally a trio, but one got caught in an illegal snare trap. Ooh, oh, no. no. On an illegal property and uh, passed on, unfortunately. The county filed animal cruelty charges against the owner, Jerry Holly, in October after another zebra was found dead inside the farm's enclosure. So maybe old Jerry Holly shouldn't be having zebras, and maybe we knew a better job of corralling them within four months in Maryland. Yeah. Get that, uh... I was, you oh. I was going to make a, a Pokemon joke about there's a zebra Pokemon called Zeb Strika, and I was like, his zebra license should be striked. Oh, stricken. well played. Well, there you go, everybody. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we, we've shared these on Way Out Wednesday a bunch. I know you've, pro- you've talked about this on your show before. People who claim to be time travelers. Yeah, now, we had one guy uh, they, they, a while back that was just like, I'm from four years in the future. It's like, that's, okay. You know what? That's smart, though, because, yeah, because we don't know. You can predict four years. Well, yeah, I'm not going to past yeah. decade or so. I don't know. But so th- these people have taken to TikTok and they have uh, th- they say, I'm from this year, I'm this year. Uh, this this person got to give them credit for ambition. And maybe they are. I don't know. From the year 2714. Yeah, that go. That's a little too far outside there, man. Is English still going to be around in twenty seven fourteen? And I'm not. I, I don't know. And maybe the listeners are with me on this. Uh, the the one social media that I that I still can't grasp is TikTok. There's really no rhyme nor reason to so, TikTok for me, so that's probably where they're going there. So, well, so I finally went, uh, got – I had a TikTok account. I just never used it. I finally got on it uh, recently and trying to use it a little more, and I'll have to follow this person, uh, Aesthetic Time Warper. Uh, they, do you want to hear some of their predictions? Sure, real quick from 2714. These are this – well, they're coming from this year, though. Oh, they, okay. they looked back in the history books, I guess. Uh, the alternate – the portal to an alternate universe will be found inside a T-Rex dinosaur egg, and that the mis- mythical sunken city of Atlantis will be found in the Atlantic Ocean. They did just find that dinosaur egg that was fossilized, if you remember. So, yeah, all right. you know, who you knows? Gonna, you going to trust this guy? Maybe. Uh, here's another one, uh, and you might want to be on the lookout for this for uh, Monkey Monday in the future. The first human child... The first human has a child with a chimpanzee, can talk, and has mixed features. There we go. Hey, yep. I hope I hope that is – hey, <laughs> if that one's happening, you know that's going to be part of Monkey Monday. And here's some new depressing news. A new COVID strain called the Omega strain emerges, five times worse than all other versions. Always got to bring us down. You you lift things up with the, with the chimp baby, and then you knock us down, time traveler. And finally, in this particular Way Out Wednesday, not only do we have predictions from the future – but a guy in Montana believes he's photographed a bulbous-headed naked alien. Oh, no. 
Uh, the eerie image shows what looks like a gray humanoid running around a field in the rural area of Redgate. The hunter who took the photo, Donald Bromley, said, okay. <laughs> said he initially thought the creature was a person, but the more he looked at the image, he became convinced it was an extraterrestrial origins. Donald's camera was set up in Redgate, which is a town called uh, which is a town called Deer Lodge in Montana, which believers claim is a beacon for UFO sightings and out-of-this-world experiences. Another man who lives close to the quote-unquote naked alien sighting is producing a documentary about the area's unexplained incidents. Now, if this is, in fact, our first encounter with aliens, wouldn't it just be apropos that the alien would then sue this guy for the nudity in the photo? Like, yeah. like the like the peeping Tom rule, like immediately the first interaction with aliens is in a courtroom like, sir, he took a picture of me and my bulbous head in a state of undress that I was not aware of. But speaking of bulbous head, can you imagine coming to Earth and the first thing, well, I, I guess this wouldn't be surprising to uh, a lot of people, but if they come to Earth, the first thing they do is insult them. Look at this ugly, bulbous, <laughs> naked looking. Running around here. Put some clothes on, bulbous headed alien. <laughs> So, yes, as you can tell from that particular story and others shared, these particular stories, Kevin, how would you describe them? Are, are, are they are they inside the mainstream media? Are they your normal I doubt, everyday? I, I doubt that they're inside the mainstream media. I would say if you were to look for them, they would be way out. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Another Way Out Wednesday. If you happen upon a bulbous-headed nude alien, respect their privacy. And please, don't take their picture. They, they don't want that up there for everyone to see. They they may have some shrinkage from the interstellar travel. So so please, be kind to your bulbous-headed aliens. Kevin, thank you so much for joining me for this segment. If anyone misses it, uh, I believe it will be podcasted later on. And it will you be can podcasted, find it on, yes. And put on Facebook as well.